0: This podcast is not meant to be professional advice of any kind. It is meant to be informative and entertaining. If you make any changes to your life, see the appropriate professional before you do so. Hello and welcome to SuperAge. My name is David Harry Stewart. I'm the founder of Ageist. At SuperAge, we help you live better and become the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want a SuperAge? Welcome to episode 41 of the Super Age podcast. Wonderful to have you with us. This is going to be dropping on June 30th, 2021. And you know last week we talked a little bit about the summer fun list and I hope you all made one. And on our summer fun list was going hiking at Sundance. So here's the revelation. Sundance is a place. It's not just a film festival. It's not just a television channel. It's actually a place. And Robert Redford bought what seems to be like this one of the most amazing alpine valleys I've ever seen. I, I mean, it's like up there with like Zermatt. It's really something. And they have a hotel, very you know, sort of rustic hotel, and they and they show films there, and they have restaurants, and you can go hiking, and they have a little bit of a ski resort there. And we went there on Sunday, and it was just lovely, like the the babbling mountain streams with the trout and the greenery. And and there's this big mountain, right? Mount, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Mount Tipanogus, I believe is how it's pronounced. And there's still snow on it, um, which is, it was just delightful. I, I think getting out into nature and seeing all these things and seeing it's, to me, that something like that is like, you know, to get from the Salt Lake City airport to where I was is maybe a 40-minute drive. So if you're ever up for like, you know, alpine adventures and they do stuff like, you know, they have like, it's like adult sleepaway camp there. Like you can do fly fishing and zip lining and hiking. And, you know, if you're really crazy, you can take your bike up there and ride your bike down. (laughs) I don't do that. Um, So it, it was really delightful. This week on the show, we're going to do something a little different. We put out a message on social media asking for your questions. What are the things that you want to know about? How can we be helpful? And we're going to get to those in just a second after a quick word from our sponsor. What is your inner age? Well, you know your chronological age, but do you know your biological age? That's known as your inner age. Inside Tracker will show you your biological age as well as an action plan of science backed recommendations with the goal of improving the quantity and the quality of the years ahead. Which is what we all want, right? Founded by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometric data from MIT, Tufts, and Harvard, Inside Tracker is a personalized health and wellness platform like no other. What's their secret? Well, first, Inside Tracker uses its patented algorithm to analyze your body's data and offer you a clearer picture than you've ever had about what's going on inside you. Then, Inside Tracker provides you with a concrete, science backed, Action plan for living a longer, healthier life. This is a platform unlike any other. It's fully personalized. It's based on my blood tests, my DNA results, and I follow their recommendations every day and I can feel a difference. This is a way to empower your own inner health. I really recommend these people. The science is tremendous, the results are great. Uh, If you want to save 25% on any of the Inside Tracker products, go to insidetracker.com slash ageist and save 25% on all their products. That's com slash ageist. Save 25%. The first question we got in from social media was from Lee. And Lee says that she thinks that I'm quite curious and wants to know what I'm investigating. Oh, Lee, we have no idea. It's endless. Uh, my wife calls my office the lab because it's filled with Instruments mostly around like monitoring my own physiology and um, just all manner of books and stuff that people send us to test out. And there's a lot of it. So one of the things I'm really curious about right now is the, you know, keto. Um, And I find keto really fascinating, especially after last week's podcast, um, you know, talking about keto and its relationship to cancer. But I'm, I'm really of the mindset to frequently change diet, and and I and I change my exercise program. So I go like eight weeks, maybe ten weeks, and I'll do like sort of like one kind of thing, and then I'll change. So at the moment, I'm trying the keto thing, and boy, do I want a pizza! Is all I can say. <laughs> I guess it's good, but uh, um, more more on that as we get. Uh, I'll. I'll update you that in a few weeks to see if I can stay with this. The next one we have is from Sharon, who wants me to explain macros like she's five. Okay, Sharon. Now, I know you're not five, but (laughs) I'm going to try and make this really simple. Macros mean macronutrients. So, um, micronutrient, or um, I guess they're called micronutrients, that would be like minerals and vitamins and things like that. Macronutrients are things that essentially fuel the body. So that would be fat, carbohydrate, protein, and guess what? Alcohol is a macro also. Um, But we tend not to put that into the breakdown of macros. Uh, And so what people do is they sometimes, not, not everybody, but sometimes people will weigh their food so they know how much of each one of these nutrients they're bringing in. So when people say, uh, do you track your macros, what their meaning is, are you tracking your macronutrients? Your, how much protein, how much fat, and how, and how much carbohydrate? And I, it's one of those things that I think is good to do sort of like maybe a couple times a year just to, just to get a sense of it. And, I, and it's not the sort of thing that I recommend you do all the time every day that you can get kind of nutty with that. But I think it's like really fascinating to know, like if you eat an avocado, like how many calories of fat are in an avocado? Um, It's a lot. Or if you, you know, if you want to build muscle and you feel you need to eat a lot of protein, what like what do you actually have to eat to make that happen? So those are what macros are, Sharon. I hope that's helpful. Keeping a similar theme here, Taylor wants to know, have I always led a healthy life? No, I have not, Taylor. (laughs) Not at all. My 20s, I I would eat pretty much anything. And by anything, I mean like dinner could have have been like jelly-filled Dunkin' Donuts. Um, And there were a lot of other chemicals going into my body at that point that weren't so great. Um, But then... Probably in my 30s, I started to really pay attention to nutrition um, as best I could. I had really limited knowledge, but I I tried to improve. And then when I was 49, 50, um, I got really, really sick, and I'm sick like I was spent most of a year in a hospital. And coming out of that, I, you know, that'll really focus your attention. So. I spend, you know, I spend a lot of time learning how to eat better and how to take care of myself and and trying to just live the healthiest life that I can. And I have to say, there's, it, you know, there's a lot of learning, um, learning what does it actually mean to be healthy. And for me, that's a very dynamic situation. So it 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 changes because I I learn new things. My body changes. I need. I feel like I need. Sort of different, sort of healthy, healthy living in the summer is, is a little different than healthy living in the winter. But I try and do my best. And, you know, I'm sort of a testament that you can, you can really have uh, just like a real garbage head kind of 20s. <laughs> and you can recover. So I hope that answered your question, Taylor. We got one question from a reader wanting to know about, uh, they want to go on vacation and they want a recommendation from me. I'm just so I'm so flattered somebody would ask me that. Um, so I think there's different kinds of vacations. And you know, to just sort of like think about what it is that you want, do you want to travel to enlarge your vision of what exists in the world? So more of sort of an exploring, investigative sort of thing. So that's very different, I find anyway, from you know, a relaxing, sort of, you know, check out sort of vacation. And, you know, there can be elements of these going either way. But, you know, for instance, if you decided to get on a plane and fly to Ankara, Turkey, and go hike in the mountains because you're really curious about, like, I don't know, Turkish mountain weaving, like, that's an adventure. That's a serious adventure. And it'll be awesome, and you will come back with all kinds of ideas and it'll be, some, it'll be a trip that you will remember for the rest of your life. Will you be exhausted when you come back? Yes, there's a very good chance of that. And there's a very good chance you'll have picked up a parasite or something else. But it, it'll be awesome, right? But, the other, but there's another kind of vacation that's, you know, you go to a place like, I don't know, like Waikiki or someplace. So, and it's just about checking out and recharging, which is a very different thing. I I think they're both really valuable, and I and I think they're both wonderful. And so, just sort of think about what it is that you want to do, and keep in mind that if you're, there's a lot of places in the world these days that are like on sale, essentially. Like if you can get into certain places, like if you can get into Bali, Bali's on fifty percent sale. Um, It's you know, but some of these places are difficult to get into because of the COVID regulations. So. In, on the one hand, it's a it's a great time for like value adventure travel. On another level, it's um, can be somewhat difficult to get there, but um it's all good. We got a question from Haley B, who had some questions around menopause. Haley, I'm gonna punt on this one. I recommend you go to see our friends over at Genev, genne G-E-N-N-E-V.com. They run courses, they have experts, they have community. They are they're a fantastic source for that. So I would just go over there and check those folks out. We received a message from Jack wanting to know how to get out of a rut. Well, the first thing is, Jack, you realize you're in a rut. That's awesome. <laughs> like, if you realize you're in a rut, you, the chances are you're going to do something about it. I recommend using the word yes. Just say yes to pretty much everything that can. You know, anything this side of life-threatening, just say yes to. You want to go bowling? Say yes. You're going to want to go ziplining? Say yes. Um, You want to go to the ballet tonight? Whatever. Just say yes. And just keep saying, just keep doing that and saying yes to as many things as you can, and you'll meet new people and talk to these new people. Be curious about them. So let's say you're going bowling. I don't really go bowling much, but I would go if somebody asked me to go bowling. Okay, let's go bowling. And talk to the people who work there. Talk to the, the other people who are bowling and ask them about themselves. And that will inspire you. Um, I really think the, the secret, you know, the people I know who are very much not in a rut, that's how they are. They're just really curious. And if you, if you spend like, you know, 15 or 20 minutes with them, it's all going to be about you. Like, they're just going to keep asking you questions about you. And that's how they fuel themselves forward and they learn new things. So that's what I say. Use the word yes and say hello a lot. We've got another question about health. If I had one piece of advice for better health, what would it be? Well, that's sort of a hard one if I'm limited to one. But I would say it's really about listening to your body and getting to know your body. And I think so many of us, myself included, are somewhat checked out about what our bodies need at any, you know, certain point in time. And if I can give, I'm going to give two pieces of advice. The second one is low glycemic, low diet. I, I, I mean, I just got to like hammer on this that The amount of diseases that come from a high glycemic, low diet, that's like a lot of sugar of one kind or another, and a lot of different kinds of sugar out there. Um, Well, it's just, if you just do like one thing, like just do that, and your liver will thank you, your brain will thank you, your heart will thank you. You know, as we said on social the other day, eat foods that you love and that love you back and aren't hurting you. That's what I'd say. So the last question we got was from Carla, and Carla had a question about brains. Uh, she said, uh, love your podcast, I heard a brief news story that the University of Cincinnati has discovered that TX for Alzheimer's should not be based on treating amyloid plaques, instead a protein that is lacking in the brain. Um, I don't know about that. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's interesting, Carla. I think the brain is a super complicated thing. Uh, it's good to pay attention to these things. The person that I go to for brain advice, and especially Alzheimer's device, is uh, Dr. Rudy Tanzi. And Rudy we had on episode 36 of the Super Age podcast, which was, I think, about May the 20th. And if you look at the show notes there, There's a list of all the supplements that Rudy recommends people taking, and um, I take every single one of those. Uh, uh, You know, my my feeling about Alzheimer's is like a lot of these diseases; it's really complicated. And you know, if anybody says to you, "Here, we we know the single factor that's going to solve this problem," Mm, I don't know about that. Um, I'd be I'd be careful of that I'm not, and I'm not saying that's what they're saying at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, you know, the thing, the things that work are the supplements that Rudy tests in his lab on his brain in a in a petri dish that he works on. Uh, the Mind Diet, M I N D, look that up. That's uh, super helpful, and of course, exercise and socializing with others. Those are things that we know absolutely work. So I'm I'm going to stay with those until uh you know some other information is presented and perhaps there is some protein that we need to be examining I'm not sure. I want to say to those of you who are curious about this that all the things that we write about in Ageist uh I I try personally and the other editors here the other writers here we try all this stuff and we check it out. So you know when we write about heat therapy um we do it we check it out and we see like okay what does this feel like and you know, now Taylor wrote about cold and its effect. And so that's, I'm incorporating that into my routine. And I have to say, just as a disclaimer here, um, cold, the full cold water where I am is about now, I, I can tell you it's 62 degrees, which isn't super cold. In February full cold is more like 48 and that just hurts i'm i (laughs) i gotta work up to that one Um, but to let you know like we try all these things if we if we're talking about a supplement if we're talking about some kind of a device some whatever it is we always check it out and we read the science about it and we and we do it ourselves before we recommend it to anyone Thank you all for joining us on the show today. We've got the 4th of July weekend coming up. I hope that you're all going to be out there. Be with your friends. Have a wonderful time. Enjoy nature. Enjoy life. It's really a tremendous gift that we all have. And, you know, the the longer that I'm alive, the more that I value it, I got to tell you. Please, if you can, leave us a rating. It's really great for us. Um, If you're listening on iTunes or Google or Sketcher, please do that. And leave us a comment. We love comments. And... Keep your letters coming to us, Um, emails, not letters, excuse me, Uh, david at superage.com. And we'll try and answer your questions on air, um, or we can email you directly, whatever you like. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Have a great holiday, and we'll be with you again next week. Bye now.